Hello, and welcome to the Italian Threat Intel Weekly Podcast for the week commencing the 9th of October, 2023. In InfoSec news this week, the company 23andMe have confirmed that they are aware of user data from their platform circulating on hacker forums and attributing the leak to a credential stuffing attack. 23andMe is a US-based biotechnology and genomics firm offering genetic testing services to customers who send a saliva sample to its labs to get back an ancestry and genetic predisposition report. Recently, a threat actor leaked samples of data, which was allegedly stolen from a genetics firm, and a few days later offered to sell data packs belonging to 23andMe customers. The initial data leak was reportedly limited, with the threat actor releasing 1 million lines of data specifically for Ashkenazi Jewish people. However, on October the 4th, the threat actor has offered to sell data profiles in bulk for $1 to $10 per 23andMe account, depending on how many were purchased. A 23andMe spokesperson confirmed the data is legitimate and told outlet Bleeping Computer that the threat actors used exposed credentials from other breaches in order to access 23andMe accounts and steal the sensitive data. Quote, we were made aware that certain 23andMe customer profile information was compiled through access to individual 23andMe accounts. We do not have any indication at this time that there has been a data security incident within our systems. Rather, the preliminary results of this investigation suggest that the login credentials used in these access attempts may have been gathered by a threat actor from data leaked during incidents involving other online platforms where users have recycled their login credentials. The information that's been exposed from this incident includes full names, usernames, profile photos, sex, date of birth, genetic ancestry results, and geographical location. It's also being reported that the number of accounts sold by the cybercriminal does not reflect the number of 23andMe accounts breached using exposed credentials. The compromised accounts had opted into the platform's DNA Relatives feature, which allows users to find genetic relatives and connect with them. The threat actor accessed a small number of accounts and then scraped the data of their DNA relative matches, which shows how opting into a feature can have unexpected privacy consequences. 23andMe have said that the platform offers two-factor authentication as an additional account protection measure and encourages all users to enable it. As always, users should refrain from reusing passwords and consistently employ strong, distinct credentials for every online account that they have, especially for information as sensitive as your genetic information. A new DDoS, or Distributed Denial of Service technique, which has been dubbed HTTP Rapid Reset, has been actively exploited as part of a zero date since August, breaking all previous records in magnitude. News of this zero date technique has come as a coordinated announcement between Amazon Web Services, Cloudflare and Google, who report mitigating attacks reaching 155 million requests per second, in the case of Amazon, 201 million RPS in the case of Cloudflare, and a record-breaking 398 million RPS in the case of Google. Google says they were able to mitigate these new attacks by adding further capacity on the edge of their network. Cloudflare have commented that the size of the attack it mitigated is three times bigger than its previous record from February 2023, which was 71 million RPS, and it's alarming that this was achieved using a relatively small botnet compromising 20,000 machines. Since late August, Cloudflare has detected and mitigated over a 1,000 rapid reset DDoS attacks, which have surpassed 10 million RPS, with 184 breaking the previous 71 million RPS record. Cloudflare is confident that as further threat actors employ more expansive botnets along with this new attack method, rapid reset attacks will continue to break even greater records. 
Quote, there are botnets today which are made up of hundreds of thousands or millions of machines. Given that the entire web typically sees only between 1 to 3 billion requests per second, it's not inconceivable that using this method, an entire web's worth of requests could be focused on a small number of targets. The novel attack exploits a zero-day vulnerability tracked as CVE 2023-44487, which abuses a weakness in the HTTP-2 protocol. Simply put, the attack method abuses the stream cancellation feature to continuously send and cancel requests, overwhelming the target server or application and imposing a denial-of-service state. HTTP features a safeguard in the form of a parameter which limits the number of concurrently active streams in order to prevent DOS attacks. However, this is not always effective. The protocol developers introduced a more efficient method known as request cancellation, which doesn't tear down the whole connection, but which can be abused. In terms of real-world impact, these attacks have caused an increase in 502 error reports among Cloudflare's clients. Cloudflare says it eventually mitigated these attacks using a system designed to handle hypervolumetric attacks, which has been dubbed IPJail, which the internet firm expanded to cover its entire infrastructure in this case. This system jails offending IPs and bars them from using HTTP2 for any Cloudflare domain for a period of time while impacting legitimate users sharing the jailed IP with a minor performance drop. Amazon says it mitigated dozens of these attacks without providing any details, highlighting that the availability of their customer services was maintained. And Microsoft have announced they're planning to phase out VBScript in future Windows releases after 30 years of use, making it an on-demand feature until it's completely removed. VBScript, also known as Visual Basic Script or Microsoft Visual Basic Scripting Edition, is a programming language similar to Visual Basic or Visual Basic for Applications, or VBA, which was introduced almost 30 years ago, back in August 96. It comes bundled with Internet Explorer, which was killed off by Redmond across some Windows 10 platforms back in February, integrating active scripting into Windows environments and communicating with host applications through Windows Script. Quote, VBScript is being depreciated. In future versions of Windows, VBScript will be available as a feature on demand before its removal from the operating system entirely, according to a release by the company this week. Initially, the VBScript feature on demand will be pre-installed to allow for uninterrupted use, while you can then prepare for the retirement of VBScript. Features on demand, or FODs, are optional features within Windows operating systems like the .NET Framework, Hyper-V, and the Windows subsystem for Linux, which are not installed by default, but can be added wherever necessary. Although not officially explained, Microsoft's decision to depreciate VBScript is likely tied to the earlier discontinuation of Internet Explorer earlier this year. Fortunately, as a consequence, a prevalent infection vector employed by many threat actors to infect Windows systems with malicious payloads has also been eliminated as a consequence. This move is part of a broader strategy by Microsoft to mitigate the increasing prevalence of malware campaigns exploiting various Windows and Office features for infections. Malicious actors have long used VBScript to distribute malware, including notorious strains such as Lockybot, Emotet, Qbot, and more recently, the Darkgate strain of malware, among others, onto victims' machines. This effort traces back to 2018, when Microsoft extended support for AMSI to Office 365 applications, curbing attacks which utilized VBA macros, and subsequently, Microsoft disabled XL 4.0 macros, introducing XLM macro protection and mandating default blocking of VBA Office macros beginning blocking untrusted XLL add-ins by default in Microsoft 365 tenants worldwide. And this appears to be a natural continuation of that overall effort.
Thank you very much for listening to the Italian Threat Intel Weekly Podcast. Please do not hesitate to contact us should you wish to discuss any of the items outlined here. And thank you very much for listening.